It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. You can't hear the intro, but I can, and I enjoy it. Don't look at me like that, Sydney. You have fucked up now. Get your SpongeBob. The disrespect on my show. Sydney's already on her phone, and Julio has his socks on. This is disrespectful. Welcome to Bucked Up. This is going to be a Bucked Up episode. I have three of my best friends in the world from college that I met, Julio. Castillo, which you guys might have known, he was already on an episode. We got Kiana Taylor, who we lived together senior year, unfortunately. And then Sydney, little John, and she lived next to us. And uh, we were like the four, we were friends since fucking freshman year. Of you were the token white friend. The I was the fan. token white friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's like literally, like I saw, just like last night when we were walking to the beach, you see how it's just like a de escalating shade leading up to Sam. You got the. Oh, we didn't even do that on we, purpose. Why do we do this? It's like, we always naturally sit it's like this. subconscious. Yeah. Like with the darkest or lightest. <laughs> That's crazy, man. But you got the whitest shirt on. You got a Pulp Fiction t-shirt on, which is like, that's the whitest movie in the world. But when white people, I mean, but when, when people of color shop for shirts that are white people movies, they wear it just to wear it. Not even to just, not to like. Yeah, they never saw it. Have you ever seen the movie? I never seen Pulp Fiction. Have you ever seen the movie? You've never seen Pulp Fiction? I've never seen Pulp Fiction. Are we going to watch that tonight? We have to. I also oh, do have to say we all did get COVID tested. Yes. We all got, we were good before the. Uh, what? What, what, what <laughs> are you mouthing to the audience? That I'm not positive. That I'm, we like, all I'm were positive. negative. Okay. Yeah, we all got. And Kiana was like, you better send your fucking. Yeah. You better send your fucking picture. Like, it was a possibility outside of the clinic. We like, <laughs> they did that outside. No, they did it outside. The doctor came up oh. to my car. Oh, it was the drive-thru. No, he, he came. Yeah, he came up. And then as I was pulling out, I hit it an orange cone <laughs> and then i just wave goodbye and drove off and i swear to god a thought passed my mind where i was like he's gonna give me a positive i really finessed the front of the line when i went to get covid tested and i did not have to pay a single dollar do you want to tell this because i have to the rule number three of this podcast is no snitching I'm not snitching myself okay will you turn that light off no right snitching. there no snitching. yeah you can't snitch <laughs> I'm not snitching. no snitching on this podcast. Snitching. So basically, um, wink, wink. I came in contact with a student who had COVID nineteen. So oh, then it I'm was glad an you're urgent. Just now letting us know this. It though. was an urgent <laughs> matter. This is, he's snitching on himself. I'm he not lied. snitching on myself. Like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Let me take a drink. I'm not lying. But anyway, they moved me to the front of the line, and next oh, thing you know, I get the result yeah. negative. <laughs> A day oh, later. You're saying okay. I got moved to the front of the line. Yes. Oh. I didn't really you didn't see me No, I'm just a little slow. How was your you hated it? You were like, uh uh. I've been COVID tested twice now. Exactly. And the first time it was for my surgery. And obviously it came back negative. And then obviously. I mean, I had the surgery. 
I mean, that's true. <laughs> anyway, and it was a drive through, and that was like they did both sides of your nose oh no but it wasn't terrible like it just felt like a tickle i kind of like teared up and then but this time when i went i like had to go inside and like she was like yeah i'm gonna hold the back of your neck because some people i don't want you to get a concussion because some people like (laughs) they want you to do like trust me i've had practice (laughs) deep (laughs) 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 anyway it was so painful the second time i was like wow this is this better be the last time I get a test. I moaned when that I've happened. gotten tested three times and I've done it myself each time. Yeah, so you probably why do, do you right? ask that? Do you, like, what if you messed up, bro? Just like here, do. Do it. you have like small nostrils? You do have a small nose. She has a small face. You're like a little bunny rabbit. She's. You know, like niggas, you know, like niggas do this to like say I crush in your face. I don't even have to like back up to do that. It's really just... Okay, hi, sorry. person sitting right here. Sorry, sorry. We were all tested. Sorry. We can be close. Sorry. Right violating my space well anyway oh (laughs) this is no and i do want to give a special shout out to we have a listener on right now someone who couldn't be here she's tiktok famous she's tiktok she's She's the only one i really wanted on the podcast i just had to deal with you guys (laughs) genesis maldonado Hi, Jen. Henny Rock. She's, Henny Rock. She's also an amazing uh, singer. Person. Person. She's in law school right now. Impressive. Bad. What are you? What are y'all doing with your lives? Excuse me. I work in education, sir. <laughs> I know. I'm, I I was asking you a serious question. <laughs> I thought you were asking what me in a judgmental way. I was like, sir, I am shaping America's future. We already know future. what Julio does. If you guys want to know about Julio, go watch his episode. Like, Keanu see, watched I'm it not a couple even, times. I don't even have to advertise myself. You see that? <laughs> Wait, you what? see that? I said you, you watched that? it a couple times. I watched it one time and skipped through some stuff. Sorry. But you're still advertising my episode, though, so that's crazy. So thank you. Anyway. Well, we are friends. That's exactly. Maybe like the most basic level. But like... <laughs> It's because you don't follow me on IG. I'm not going. We're not going to go into it. We can get into this. We can get into this. They don't follow each other on social. I don't want to snitch on him. You can snitch. This is like personal information. Okay. If you guys want to talk about this, then I'll just be the Maury of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) And Cindy will just, we'll just give each other looks while you guys. No, moral of the story is we're all really close and we have been friends for like, what is it? Five years now? Five years. Six. Six? Because we we met the summer before it started. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's been shit. Almost six years. Almost six years and we, me and Julio don't follow each other on social media, and that is a story for. <laughs> I have a drop where it goes boom, 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 and you guys can't hear it, but yeah, I can. That that is the whole story within itself, but it's fine. I will follow. It's I will okay. Follow you right now, though. But will you? you that we would had be. A whole conversation. Will you follow each other in. on Instagram live on my no. show? I will. No. I will. I will. Julio's I doing. Guys, this is crazy. I don't care about Instagram. No, no. About what about Snapchat? Oh, Snapchat. Who okay, uses man. Snapchat? I, I do. I do use Snapchat. I don't use Snapchat. He would not follow me right now, and I, that's okay. He's doing it. I'm doing it right now. I don't know why. I don't know why all for publicity. It's because he's been reading the Bible a lot today. <laughs> drinking a little bit of the Bible. Yeah, we've too, been so. drinking the Bible. Drinking the Bible. What? All right, whatever. What have like, you? It's okay. 
Okay, so other than you guys not following each other on Instagram, what have you been doing with your lives? Julio <laughs> is in education, edumacation. He drive, but that just means he drives a bus. I think that's. I think we Yo, found out you. when Julio yeah. pulled up in a bus he that he's lying. just a bus driver. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> he's lying. He's capping. Oh we. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, Miss Finance. Turn. So yeah, I'm in the finance department. Um, at my job, I'm. My technical term is called an accounting associate. So, oh, and she's oh, black too. That's rude. And I'm a female. So there we go. That's a black woman accountant associate. <laughs> Don't team my, up on me on my own. That's a black show. woman Thank you, associate. Though. We might not follow each other on I just, social I just, media. Well, you don't follow me. I just followed you. No, I, okay. you don't follow me. There's not no more each other. It's you don't follow me, no. But it was I initiated. Yeah, but I did it. I, All right. I'm, you pulled the fish anyway, in and I bit. Anyway, what do you do? I make music. And yes, an amazing in graduate uh, school for neuroscience. Thank you. She got a wow. Grammy too. Talk about freaking impressed. Yeah, yeah dude. But all these people are way more impressive than me. What? You about to get up. I'm impressed that Julio only got pulled over once on the way here. <laughs> Bro, I was only going six miles per hour. That pissed fun. me off is that Wait, you, you were going, going no, you were going six miles per hour over fast. ten miles per hour over. No, I was going six miles per hour over the speed limit. And it's, how fast were you going? What is that? 65 plus 6, 71 miles per hour? No, it's 55 on Cape. Yeah. I might have gotten away with a little bit. I only got to pay $60, but... um. Yeah, he got away with it. He was going like 16 over. Don't you get points on your license, too? Points? Yeah. I doubt it. Maybe. What does that even do, though? But it's like my first ticket. Sorry, like, I don't know. Like Wait, is the insurance going to go to your business? My insurance is like $50 a month because my I have the cleanest record. Notes yeah, but since you were driving the school bus, is it going to like... No, I'm oh. not the first person to get it. Oh. Yeah, I'm not the first. We'll be the last. We just cut off. Sydney's been so quiet, and then she just dropped bombs <laughs> on us about how impressive she is, and then we Facts. just... Your coast Big is facts. racist. What was your major and your minor in... In college, so my major. Was you know this. Shit. I, no, I forgot what her minor was. Kiana turns minor. to the host of the show. No, I literally forgot what her minor. Sydney's was. not even on camera. My major was neuroscience. Oh my god! And my minors were environmental science, which was basically all about climate change. It was awesome, and then also psychology. It's real. It's fire. Yeah. Climate change it is real. Amazing. It is Got real. Wheaton College. Wheaton College. Shout out. One of the best. Yeah, I actually I lived with this motherfucker and this father mother mothers. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna yeah. What are you gonna experience. do? I will turn off the camera and let's find out. We can keep the camera on. I hit all the knives, so good luck. This is what I deal with, yeah. <laughs> this is really some <laughs> I will say that Sam is the only white person I know that can get away with can get as away many jokes. with jokes. Everything Every, he does, I yes. swear to God, and Christ you above. literally make me want to punch you directly in the nose, and then two minutes later, I move on. And there's <laughs> nobody else I can do that with. Not well, a goddamn some people mad. Some I even got family. No, I I've had to defend him in multiple circumstances where people don't understand his sense of humor. 
Like, we can. We're not. That's the one thing we're not talking about. Not that because I'm not trying to get canceled again. <laughs> I got tried to get some girl tried to cancel me. Bro, I've had your back so many times. One feminist came for you at Wheaton, though. I had your back so many yeah, exactly. times. Yeah, these two. Damn right, it's a synergy. Definitely a group we're like a fan we're a weird fucked up family yeah definitely real fucked up. Who'll definitely be the first southern who'll be the first one to run away i feel like <laughs> i feel like it'd be you <laughs> i feel like you'd be the first one to run away from You're this family that. yeah who's the julio and i gay dads probably and we're like the kids mm-hmm. i'm a top though so yeah it just <laughs> yikes yikes <laughs> Hey, Wait, man. I like how you have the SpongeBob socks and the Pulp Fiction shirt. Yeah. And what's the hat with that? Dressing heart? is not his strong suit. <laughs> okay. How you have a rip in your ass. Why did they can't see that? Though. But you have it, a rip in your it ass. It was right before we started, and I'm gonna sew it. But thank you for for pointing that out. <laughs> it's there though. Do you see the death glares right, that I get? <laughs> I'm not going to go back and forth with this dude. So you literally, we, we went off on such a yeah. tangent. We were talking about Cindy's COVID test. Oh, And she was getting right? And then, and then school. Yeah. This is a self-help episode. <laughs> Meaning we all need self-help. Yeah, look at the drinking. You're drinking too. My drink is like I actually down. I don't it's I stronger. on this podcast I have said that I don't drink a lot. And I don't. <laughs> I I used to in college I drank. Yeah, when we lived together, see I'm not going to violate. You were an alcoholic. Like I wasn't an alcoholic. And you would go home by yourself after like being like drinking a lot and like you just be like i'm just gonna go you are the one who's like i can (laughs) the only time i enjoy drinking is when i throw up that's not oh and you would throw up every weekend that's not true at all bro remember the time when she really she swore to god that i gave her some fucking gum oh (laughs) but i lost it i gave it to her we are gonna die talking about this gum that he did give me (laughs) do you know about the gum and you lost it i don't know about the gum freshman year you lost it i don't want to talk about the gum anymore can we hear the gum story bro you drunk okay so we'll we tell it till the day he dies because so. i'm right oh, wait i'm gonna i'm gonna chris wallace this shit you you are biden you are trump the fuck i am you're trump you got I'm it kamala, you, got, you got the yellow hair she's kamala i'm biden yeah you're trump, honey. yeah you're trump <laughs> i don't want to be trump i'm chris wallace <laughs> you're trump i'm trump yeah you're the white closest thing to white blonde right here I I could give Trump we, look at my look at my African Americans over here <laughs> all supporting me. You know when Trump said that? Have you seen that? There's my African American. Yeah, it was he literally points and and he's like, look at my African American right there in the crowd. Like, good for you. So Devastated. Yo, so we all pre I'm not Trump. So you're right. Fine. I'm you're Chris Chrissy, but. Anyway, we should, <laughs> should we pull up old pictures of Julio because he looks like Chris Christie. Yo, chill. I, I want to find him. He looks like there. Chris Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Bro, I have four chins. I could have easily used as purses, like easily. Anyway, I dress down on my own podcast and I feel bad. We're like fat at one point besides her. Yeah, you skinny asshole. Like we all had a glow up. I don't know. 
We did. Reading the Bible really helped a lot. So it was that, and we stopped eating crap after like ten. <laughs> it made, reading the Bible. No, like remember we would stop eating all day, and <laughs> yeah. then we would only eat at Binge. night. Yeah. Bro, once Chase. I felt my knee, once I felt I could put pressure on my knee, that's when I like wanted to continue losing weight. Okay, so the gum story, since we literally okay. are so good at getting off topic. So, so anyway, we pre-gaming, I think, in Sydney's room or some shit. And then you give me a piece of gum to give you later for God knows what reason. So I go back to McIntyre to get something. You come and I give you the goddamn gum. And then three hours later, you over here saying you don't got the fucking gum. And I lost it. And I'm like, the fuck? I gave you the gum. Which I fucking did. How much did this gum cost? How much did this gum cost? Like 25 cents. Make things a big deal. No, 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 no. It's not even that because I will die on this hill. Sydney's not even on camera right now. I literally. So let's hear your story. Let's hear your side of the story. I'm sure that's what happened, except for the fact that he just never gave it back. Bro, I gave you the guy. He never gave it back. Yes, I I looked for it forever. Bro, because you lost it. And I think he dropped it. I really think that he was drunk and dropped it. You were drunk because you were making a big deal about the gun. I I just wanted it. That's why I was Bro, you were stumbling like, Julio, what the fuck? You lost my fucking gum. I'm like, "Ah." Nobody was like that. in I didn't swear at you and be hostile. (laughs) But I like the way that you exaggerate things. You wasn't, you never swore at me and been what do you why i'm talking about that one time yes they you might was. make out on the show okay relax <laughs> i am in a whole relationship so it was it was a joke <laughs> try to be funny Bro. next time okay shoot do you have k's on both ears yes so it says kkk Oh my god! I gotta it take it off. K, K, K. She okay for the listeners? I gotta take she it has off. K earrings and a K necklace, oh so it literally says wow. K, K, K. You know, just for that, just for you. That was a great one. That was a so great much. One. I'm gonna keep it on. Wow. wow. Okay, get out of my ear. What's wrong with you? Ugh. That's that halfway. Part I'm of Trump. Okay. She's uh, she's Trump. She's know. Trump. He's Biden. Ignorance is bliss. Because okay? he sniffs I little girls' no hair. I didn't know. That's why he's a teacher. He just wanted to sniff little girls' hair. Huh? Like you guys Biden. see that video of that teacher who was making students fight in class? I in saw that. Yeah, no. It was a teacher. Yeah, yeah bro. There was a whole amazing. teacher fight club. That Why sounds amazing. Bro, he had a whole teacher fight <laughs> club. did. Whole student fight club, bro. Like making the students fight. Wait. Like, Genesis texts are fantastic. Genesis is live texting this. She goes, this gum story is dumb. Is. Laugh my fucking ass off. Thank and then you. she said, not the KKK. <laughs> KKK, man. I wish you were here, Jen. We really so do. Can do just hang out? Can you... Can, is that who your man is? Can you excuse him? He's excused. <laughs> I don't have to comply. Can we just talk about how Trump never had COVID and is lying? Do you you guys think that. he's ever had COVID? No, I mean, absolutely. I think he just has really good medical. Like they just you treated like him. Trump? No, I don't like Trump. Okay, I just need to make. I just needed that. But I, there's no butt into it. But it's like when people talk a lot of shit. I feel like you have to give both sides. So like when you write a good essay, you have to the third okay, paragraph of the essay it. has to contrast that. So I want to give the other side so we fairly talk about the whole thing. 
Oh, well, I, I just feel like, I don't know. He went on camera two, three days after he was diagnosed and he seemed fine. And I don't know. He was he looked, adamant about how the treatment that he got was recent. I don't know. It looked and, he was struggling to breathe when he took his mask off. You didn't see that? Like they closed up on his face and he's just like, he, he is like a heavy man. Mouth. Yeah. I don't know. He, could have he been looked acting. a little less orange last time I saw him. He did. Pale. He looked more pale. So I look pale as fuck in this video <laughs> right now. Just this video, bro. Rude. <laughs> Rude. <Yeah. laughs> but mom, so you you really don't think he had it? I'm distrusting. I kind of think everything he does is just a lie and a means to an end. Mm. And I feel like he wanted to stress that his treatment was recent and that would make people want to get the vaccine that was made in less than a year. I think it's fucked up that he hasn't mentioned how his wife's doing at all. Yeah. And... But the thing is, like you gotta, you gotta, right, like, right, like you gotta, wait, 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 hold on, right. It's also a ploy, though, to get people to. It's a sympathy vote as well. Yeah, that too. Like this I'm not, is also part of. People it. were like, wishing that he died. Like no, but I'm I, saying that no, there no. is going to be obviously his supporters are like gonna shove his shove his. Cup, wait, like, but yeah. if Biden got right Corona. Down. People would be wishing he was dead in jokes Trump every single day. Every but what hey, did Biden do talk into when, your microphone, what motherfucker. What did Biden do when Trump got COVID? He got tested and he tested well, negative. No, he wished him well. He wished I mean, him well. Oh, he wished him well. Yeah, he did. And decided to pull all like the ads that like were a little bit like. Um, I agree. It's a it's a it's a good move. It's the he's it's the doing that move. when when they go low, we go high. But it's also like I genuinely feel as though maybe you should go low a little bit, just a little mm. bit. I mean, he just goes low when he sniffs the hair of little girls. Sam, Democrats, I feel like are way more strategic than that. They're like they want to win over the hearts and minds of all these undecided voters. Can you guys believe I have a minor in peace and social justice? I didn't know that. I, can't actually. I can't. Isn't crazy? Isn't that literally insane, bro? I was saying this you earlier. Never keep peace, bro. I was saying this earlier. You, I you always know, keep crazy. the social justice. <laughs> we came up with two connections out the ass, and now yeah. we in office them. Do you want to explain course. connections? Oh I, I don't know. How that? How that shit works? Just that have should... to take classes in different disciplines. Yeah, bro. You have to in twice, like twice. And uh, both of us last semester, last semester ever at Wheaton, they tell us last week that, oh, this last class that you took doesn't match with this one. So we don't know that you probably can't graduate. So our only option was. No, to go they said if you don't have one, you can't graduate if you don't come up with one. So we had to make a student initiated connection and it was awful. Bro, I'm so glad that they made us day. do that. Bro, because I was stressed. I was like, yo. Senior year was, was crazy. Like, it's crazy that we didn't. I don't want to talk about college the whole time because, like, who wants to hear about that? <laughs> but, like, I'm happy that we didn't get canceled with Corona with college. Yeah, but our senior that. year Sorry, was honey. crazy. No, yeah. We had yeah. fires. We had. Student-initiated fires. <laughs> <laughs> So she actually added me on. I am doing this. She added me. On, I am doing this. She added me on Facebook, and the first thing she posted was from our birthday party. No can. No candles on the cake. I remember you saying this. That was odd. I just feel like she was trying to get out of class or something. She was like, "Let me just start these fires in the building." <laughs> so remember all the memes. So uncomfortable. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it, it wasn't memes. just. 
memes. I'm not gonna hold you because I, I did find it funny that somebody was setting McIntyre on fire. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with Wheaton? Like, and then I found out it was one of mine. I'm like, wow, I feel like a dickhead, like a pure dickhead. We had a roommate come in. <laughs> Sam, you cannot glaze over that fire story. You got to tell the story now. All right. I guess I have to tell the fire story oh, now. Okay. I've been told. Yeah. So our senior year, we had a girl. I won't give any details. We had a girl who lit, you give details. lit trash cans on fire. No names, obviously. No names. And I'm not going to tell what school we went to in this story. <laughs> but not in this story. Um, college. <laughs> And there were, and they had a student do blackface, and they didn't do anything about it. Oh, Julio, do you want to give the right. story? Do you want to, Julio should give the blackface story and the fire story? Yeah. How they didn't suspend a student who showed up to a Halloween party in blackface? That's she was not just the same as Terry thing. Cruz wow. from White Girls. <laughs> like, but she, there was a girl who lit trash cans on fire every week. It was like every every other. She was, was like on a schedule. Like every four days. <laughs> we were like, when's the next one? It was like <laughs> twice. It was like twice. In the and first then semester. she got caught for lighting fires. And she and, was and an no RA. Really. She was an RA. And I also spoke to her about the fires. Yeah, she was like, and she was telling me it. that like she was like mortified and like I was. Well, like, I bet how, she was. And how she's like, they her whole like. Uh, floor couldn't sleep on the floor and they had to sleep in the dining hall and it was just super hard i just remember walking by chase and recording them sleeping on the floor laughing my ass off because like i'm like julio his ass was creating memes the whole time about it i still have them bro that's dying laughing and this was his everybody then when he found out who it was kid you not like was so upset, upset about any i remember i like, made so many jokes about it. i made so many jokes after like, the fact was the person who was making all the jokes <laughs> hey i have a minor piece of jokes where justice i can say whatever i want <laughs> <laughs> that's what that piece of paper means <laughs> talk into the microphone i don't want to talk anymore <laughs> you don't we don't want you to either sweet <laughs> But that fucking so, situation was crazy, though. Yeah. Like, there also was someone who did do blackface. Oh, that was beautiful. That was so upsetting. That was so beautiful of Wheaton to not do anything. That That is probably the most divided I've ever felt that campus be. And it's crazy how... Oh, when Trump Genesis just elected. said the pregnant arsonist. Oh, my God. <laughs> pregnant. She was not pregnant, bro. Right. She wasn't pregnant. She was not Julio looks dumb in that hat. <laughs> I love her. She posted a baby though. That ba- she no, posted she too much with that baby. Ba- a baby, <laughs> and that's because she's like always taking care of. All right, we family. shouldn't talk about yeah, this. This is not going too in that. Exactly. <laughs> we just lost one of our seven listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything crazy happen senior year? Um, no. Nothing to think of. We had a rapper move into our room. Wait, what? <laughs> oh. We did the first half. Future future guest on Permy. the show. Super Permy. Super Permy. Shout my, out. My BFF, my cousin. <laughs> you want to say her name? 
Maya. There you go. And she moved into a, like she did. I remember when I would go to visit um people in the like colleges in the city. Yeah. You would have to like sign in, mm-hmm. give your ID. Like you like they were times. like you couldn't have it only like three nights a right. month, like a week, and then like not this certain times a month at Wheaton. They no. didn't give uh she lived no. in our dorm she room. She lived for in like, our dorm for like three months. It was like two months. It was two, two months. months. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't even know. No, I was living with in a small ass dorm with a huge blow-up bed, like half underneath my bed, half out. And I would get so upset with her because we literally she trashed my room. Like yo, trashed. your room was so filled with shit. I was like. I, I remember one time I got mad. And it I looked like Genesis Tonto lived there. there. There was fucking wigs everywhere. Wigs <laughs> 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 everywhere. And Genesis came over and I think I was like really irritated because I couldn't find an eyelash. <laughs> and she was like, oh, I feel so weird right now. Like, I really thought you guys were going to fight. <laughs> Can I tell you a story yes. about Kiana? No. I was doing push-ups no. in, in my room one no. day. And I stopped doing my push-ups and I look up my palm and there's an eyelash. <laughs> and I throw it, I throw it out. And I tell Kiana that story. And she's like, why'd you throw it out? <laughs> Yo, fast. I was looking for it. It was on the ground. I'm doing push-ups. You should have kept it. A Will real, a real it? ass would have kept it. You really would have used it. You would have gotten pink Probably. eye. You would have gotten pink eye. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. probably would have. <laughs> I was you. saving you. Did me a favor. All right. See, Thanks. you think I like am hating. You are. But I'm really loving. Of the time. I'm like a I'm like a hard parent. <laughs> like I'm giving you tough love. Yo. What's one thing? What's uh, curiosity? What's Why are you thing? holding the mic like that? I don't know. It's for the right? listeners. He's holding the mic like a chopstick. No, like a cigarette. <laughs> like honestly. A cig- but like, what's one thing? <laughs> what's one thing that coronavirus, this pandemic, taught you? Because obviously, everybody has not been the same since quarantine started. And if you say you have been, you're lying. Wow, that's a really good question, actually. One thing I learned is that we are dead ass a third world country with a Gucci belt strapped around our belt. I say that all the time. We're dead ass. We really say all the time that we don't have money for shit and we do. Yeah. It's just the first ones to get bailed out and never ones that look like us three or even have the same income level as you, sir. It's like the Bill Gateses. And if I know something, we was talking about this last year or two years ago. If anything that the Trump election taught us, is that we are in need of a whole reset of politics and American way of life. Well, Trump didn't even really reset it. He just made it like media driven. Yeah. It's like, still like the Republican Party. Like he, he didn't drain the swamp. At all. At all. At all. <laughs> like, at yeah. all. And the people are just emboldened as well. He flooded, like he flooded that swamp. more prominent now. Yeah. It's more, you know, brought to light a little bit. But... No, I feel like that's a really good question. One thing that like, coronavirus pandemic taught you. I think like, oh, you can go. <laughs> well, for me, it kind of kicked me into gear and it made me realize that I needed to get the ball rolling on my life. Like we picked my brother up from Cornell after uh, it started and I ha- I got laid off. So I had no job and we were just all in the house the whole time. And he was going through some stuff and tensions started to rise and it kind of all bubbled up. And I don't know if I even told you guys this story, but like he, he like got physically violent with me. And I realized that I needed to move out 
And so I started, I moved to my friend's house in Cortland, New York, and I started applying to jobs and applying to schools. And then um, from Cortland, I went to Martha's Vineyard and then now I'm in Connecticut in school, but it kind of just, thank you. It just made me realize like I need to move out. I need to do my own shit and just like not be influenced by other people's vibes and other people's shit all the time. Yeah, It's kind of why we're all still friends. I feel like is we all grew over, like there's two types of people in this and not to say that this pandemic hasn't fucked up a lot of people and it has, but there's people who have done something about it and there's people who wallowed. And I don't think we have wallowed. We've all grown and done stuff. And I think that that's true for all of us in like everything that we've ever been through. Like none of us, I mean, obviously like you have your, your amount of allotted time that like, you know, you'd be sad or whatever you grieve, but like, I feel like none of us like stay there. That's not somewhere we live. Yeah. And like, I feel like it's really, it's like natural for us to like pick up and just like, be like, okay, what's next? Like, what do I need yeah. to do? Yeah. How like, do I, I hit a low and I just skyrocketed back up? Right. You know? Sometimes exactly. you have to hit that low. Exactly. To go back up. And you saw, like, you you're you're in grad school. You're yeah. living by yourself. Like you neuroscience. Exactly. Like, are you kidding me? Like what? I listened to two books on tape, and it's the only thing I can talk about <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you learn over? Um. Mine, yeah, like Sid, mine was a little bit more personal. Um, I got like really terrible anxiety. I had to have a surgery um, around my eye and it kind of like just really showed me, it might sound dramatic, but I really, the anxiety, I had to be, I had to go to the hospital and like a lot of doctor's appointments and it was just really hard for me. And it really just showed me that like, you, as much as you have control, I don't think you have control over your body. I think you have influence over your body and like, well, you know, what you put into it, what you like, what you feed it, what you feed your mind, you know, the exercise, whatever. But I think that for me, my body really hit a low point, like really terrible. Like, we can talk about it. I just had like... <laughs> you know, chest pains, like a rapid heart rate. And this was happening for months. Had you quit smoking at that point? I quit smoking um, when it started. So when I found the thing around my eye, I was like, oh, my anxiety is so bad. I I need to stop smoking because it wasn't helping. Like when I would smoke, my anxiety would hit the roof. And I was just like, oh, this is not like, I'm not happy. And I stopped smoking and it got better, but it took like two months for me to to like not have chest pains and to not have rapid heart rate and to not feel like my I was having a heart attack constantly like my left arm was like constantly numb like and I'm still dealing with stuff like I get I have a lot of like um I still have chest pain like randomly in my arm like right here like by my um what's this my by like my armpit slash chest I like get pain there and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I have to like talk myself through it, but I'm in counseling and, you know, like we talk about, we, I just talk things through. And I think counseling has really helped me realize like, okay, so recognize what's happening, like acknowledge that, like what the fear is, like, what, what do you fear 
is going to happen. And I always say like, I fear that I don't have control and like, okay, worst case scenario, I could die. But then at the end of it, like you have to accept that, like, okay, so anybody could die. Like you could die. That's um, okay. (laughs) It's weird because it's hard to talk about stuff like that. And I appreciate you talking about it because it's like, everyone has their own beliefs on that. And we got into it last night about it where it's like, I believe I've talked about this on the podcast before when you're like, we live in the craziest time. It's like, we've probably, our consciousness has probably been recycled. We probably always have lived in the time that is now. And that has given me peace in the, excuse me, sir. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. All right. I'll I'll talk to you this way. Uh, No, but it's given me peace in that I just am going to follow my dream. Like, there's a lot of things in my life that I've wanted to do. I loved baseball. I'd want to be a chef, like whatever, but those can be different lifetimes. And this one, I'm a comedian and I have this podcast and that's going to, I'm going to put my heart and soul into it. And that's what this lifetime is going to be dedicated to my next lifetime. I can be dedicated to making a change or whatever. And that might sound stupid because I want to make a change in this life too, because I got into comedy to help people like me who comedy helped but and that's the thing about you is like I've always I don't like tell you this all the time but when I do you know it it matters and like I've always looked at you as somebody who you've always fearlessly gone in the direction that you want to go like even when you get up and you're like oh I did I did stand up tonight oh I bombed but like it was practice like this I'm going to you know you always do what you got to do and that's like really admirable and inspirational I needed that thank you very much because I'm tough on myself and it's it's tough to take a step I want to you guys all deal with anxiety I think that's another thing that we could you know what I mean like it almost it almost took my life exactly do you want to talk about that or no um I mean yeah, when I was 16, it was it was just an escal- it was just really the the, the zenith of my anxiety. Um, I didn't like the way I looked, sounded. Uh, I was stressed out about school. I wasn't doing as well. My, I was still reeling over my parents' separation and the whole trials of custody and child support and all that. Uh, that shit's I, fucked. I had to deal with that I just, shit too. I just lost my friend the year prior to to street violence. And it all just culminated into like, it, it really felt like I was in, in in autopilot mode. Like, I don't remember me telling my own body to walk out into my fire escape and walk over the railing. Like the only thing that kept me alive was the fact that I didn't let go of my right hand. The only thing that, let, that keeps me alive today is that I didn't let go of my right hand. And it's crazy how now, before I moved out of my mom's crib, I used that as my safe zone. The spot that I almost ended my life, I really take a break from it. So that's like, that's my that's my deal with anxiety. And that's kind of why I stress so much on mental health. And something I teach teach these boys at my middle school a lot is to talk it through, to not manifest it in any other toxic or unhealthy way, because that's kind of what that's kind of what that's kind of where it starts when you're developing with the wrong messages around you about how you should deal with <clears throat> how you should deal with your emotions. And how you should handle them, they're not the best. We don't get the best advice a lot of the time. So one thing that I strive to do is to tell is to show them how to navigate their feelings. 
amongst a hundred other things that I got to teach them, but that's a start. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a label or a life sentence, you know, like that's why I never claim that I have depression. Like I have gone through depression, but I don't have depression. It's not something that you necessarily have to deal with all the time. You could deal with it for a month out of the year and then it could be gone forever. You know, you don't have to claim it. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. And they hold on to it and they get in their heads about it. And then it becomes And them. then it becomes part of their identity. That's really interesting. Because I've always said, yeah, I have anxiety and depression. And I've had it for since before, um, you know, I went through what I went through before I was 12. And I don't know. I mean, I say I had it before. But like, you know, it really came to the surface after that. But like. I've never thought about it like that. And I really like that. It could be transient. Like I don't think you have to live there, but but it's something that I, I, it's a part of me, but maybe like it doesn't have to like. That's the reason, that's the reason I agree with that point though, is because it, I feel like society has put such a strain or such an emphasis before on like mental health that to the point where like it's not talked about as much to the point where if you do talk about it you do have a label of like oh you're you're crazy or you're depressed or you're this you're that when instead it could be a fluid emotion of depression like you could say the stages of it you can get in and out of it people get depressed after they have children postpartum depression um my, one of my friend one of my good friends likes to label hit whenever he goes through rough patches checking into the heartbreak hotel because it's, it's literally like, like you said, you don't live there, but you stay yeah. there for a while and you check out. Yeah, yeah I like better. that. Yeah, I like that. I was going through a tough time at the beginning of quarantine with like stand up getting canceled. And it's funny, my mom, in a, this is not a rude thing that she said, but she was like, I thought quarantine would have been bad for you because you had gone through a breakup right beforehand. Like you didn't have comedy anymore. And it was for like the first couple weeks, but then it was that you kind of have to like overdrive your mind and be like, it sucks. But I I read this book called The War of Art, uh, the War uh, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and he was talking about resistance. Like that's the only thing that holds you back from anything is resistance in your mind. Like that's literally it. And when you put words to it, it's like, oh, when I wake up in the morning, and I don't want to meditate. I don't want to do yoga. I don't want to go for my run. I don't want to edit the podcast. I don't want to work on my stand up. I don't want to. It's only resistance in your mind. And growing as a person is not listening to resistance. Like if you look at anyone that you look up to, they're doing way more than you because they're not listening to resistance more. And that kind of kicked me into overdrive where it's like, I don't need stand up. I got the podcast started, which I don't, it's been more successful than I thought it would be in the time that I've been doing it, which is great. I lost 50 pounds over quarantine and it's like, I appreciate it, but I, that's not what I'm doing it for, doing it for, but it's like anxiety's there, but it's in your mind. And just having someone, if you are depressed or you are anxious, if you read that book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, it just kicks your mind into a place of just being like, oh, I can get over it. Like it is just a hotel that I can check out of. Yeah. And everyone has fear and resistance to some degree, but at the same time, you have to keep going despite the fear because that's how you get places and if you keep doing it you won't feel the fear as intensely 
Did you feel like a weight off your shoulders when you moved out? Do you feel this? Do you you just moved out too, and you you just got a place too? I did. Uh, so you've had a place for like a year now, haven't you? Yeah, but I moved again. I have. Oh, okay. I don't have a studio anymore. I actually have like a a nice big place with a living room. I live with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom, I'm white. <laughs> Milk it. <laughs> oh my god! But living, just living away from home, just gives you such a yeah, but <sighs> Sam isn't like it's not the conventional. Like you don't have to like. Yeah, no, I'm not saying to. that. I know. I'm, I. Yeah, like you, the reason I did it because of my I'm like a yeah. nomad. Yeah, I move yeah. around. Like I do stand up every night yeah. now the that it's back. Because my program pays for it. And I do want to say that I take Corona seriously. I really do. Like I wear my mask. I, and I tested. I was worried. And but I tested negative. Just because of the podcast. I know. And I, but I tested negative, and I, I do I think, be here. <laughs> and I do think it's because I do take care of myself. Like I run, I meditate, I do yoga, I take vitamin D, I, I, I try to take care that? of myself. Did you hear that? No, what'd you oh, say? I said you said it wouldn't stick. <laughs> yeah, no, boss, it's falling off twice for me. I think it's just racist. <laughs> It is. It is. Have you seen house. this? Oh, before we get before you get sued, bro. This podcast is brought to you in part by Coca Cola and Corona. I don't know the logo, or I mean, I, I don't, don't want my podcast sponsored by Corona. Well, you don't want you don't want to get sued by Corona. Extra. Coronita. I last night. So last extra. night we were having a little bit of fun. Huh? We were having a little bit of fun last night. That's all I'm gonna say. We were having a little bit of fun. Oh, we went to church, right? And we walked and to the I, beach. Yeah. And I got out this corona and I was like, How fucked up am I? This feels so Off small in my hand. <laughs> and it's a small corona. I've never seen it before. Coronita. Genesis, you've never, never seen a coronita, you're lying. You're not a true Let's Dominican. See if Genesis has ever you're not seen... Dominican if you've never seen a coronita. Come on, like we all know that one cheap ass family member that brings them to the cookouts. Oh, Genesis asked me, do I believe in God now? I do believe in God now. Actually, um, I, still don't know. I talk about journaling and I talk about meditation and meditation is in my prayer. And I won't exactly talk. If anyone wants to know more, you can message me, email me at uh, sambuckcomedy at gmail.com or uh, DM me at, at Sam C. Buck. But there were certain things that helped me um, become spiritual and talk to God and really show me my path and um, show me that I'm on my right path and mm-hmm. tell me that yeah, I'd like to know more. I uh, I'm doing I'm doing the right thing. I'm glad because I know that we've had a lot of living together. We've had a lot of convos about. Yeah, and I was I actually I'll, I talked to Julio about this not on the podcast, but uh, when we drove around, we hadn't seen each other for a little bit. Mm-hmm. That I uh, I was dealing with a lot of anger and a lot of stuff that I didn't deal with, and I just was like, I was an angry person, and I feel like I had a lot of resentment to whatever life. You know what I mean? You feel like a resentment towards life, and when you get that away, when you say fuck that like that's that those were resent like this is this life the resentment isn't gonna help me then uh then you can move forward we were just we were driving around earlier 
and a guy was being such a dick. Wow. Who wants? Who do you think can tell this story the so best? This, so this bitch ass motherfucker, right? Oh god. We going up this hill, right? <laughs> we coming from this private beach, and we're going up a hill that we need to go. It's a one way hill. We are going. What? What are we down? It was Three steep. Yes, too. we're like, like what? Stop. We're car. like five, six of the way up the hill, and this yeah. guy has all the space in the world to just back up. So we're telling him, "Can we're you like back up? Backwards. Can you back up?" And this guy over here pointing, like, "You do it." And we were right. up a it's full the, hill. It's the fucking. For me, like, and Sam was like, "I need you." It's like you being bitch, so kids. polite. We would have had to go so far, and he Sam was being polite. He was just standing there waiting, like, just like he was being intense. And then we pulled up, and he had his window down, and I wanted to say, "So, I have this dream of saying to an old person, God's almost done with you." But I But I said, "Have a nice day." I said, "Have a nice, have a nice, have a nice day, day. have a nice I day." Said, that that takes more. Yeah, yeah. and it makes it really does. I wouldn't have. Because I, he was with his wife, and honestly, it might be because I'm more crazy. But I'm like, he's gonna fight with his wife now. Like his wife's gonna be so mad. No, but didn't he call you an asshole? Yeah, he did. He did. Stuck up his finger. So Sorry. see, that's more than I would. That's way more than. Way that's way more humility and um, way more maturity than I would have shown. Like. I probably would have honked. Like Sam was just like, "I'm gonna sit here." Do you not? Y'all didn't hear me. I was like, "If I put both my SpongeBob socks on and both my Yeezys on, he still has it backed up. I'm gonna get out." And it's crazy because like, I have a Jeep and I don't drive. I'm you're the big. big I'm a body. driver. You guys know, like, I'm a good driver. Like, especially, especially nobody when, I trust more. Especially when off the Bible. Yes. Yeah. I, I love listening to the Bible while driving. Right. But uh, <laughs> but no, but I'm a good driver. I've been driving for a long time. Right. Right, yes, I think forever. we can put that out there. You're giving us a snowstorm. But with the Jeep, I like. We'll talk about that Whip. after. With the Jeep, I know when I can pull the Jeep card. Mm. Like he's in an outback. Is he gonna outman me? If Julio and I get out the car, he's gonna back up immediately or call the cops. Yeah, and then I, I can just be like, I was getting out to talk to him. Exactly. Like, I, I can't. I, mean, I, I don't feel comfortable backing down this hill. Like I'm just rolling backwards. He I had was mass like, yeah, dude, that's a, that steep was a steep hill. hill. I was like, and then when you tried to go, you had to like gun it. Yeah, bro. I'm like the number one reason that I stayed in the car was because like if he calls the cops, I'm screwed. Which is ironic because remember that story I told you about the crackhead. In the parking lot? No. I never told you the yes, story? Yes, when he came to... He wanted to ask for drugs or something? No, it was, he was just chilling in the school's parking lot. I mean, the principal goes to him like, yo... You can't hang you out can't be, You can't be yeah. here. He's over here like... My this man is tweaking, talking about like... Don't worry about what the fuck I'm doing, you fucking faggot. Da, 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 da. I'm, just like, I'm like, hold the fuck up. I'm going to have to put dog barking over I'm that. like, yo, and he's over here, I'm recording. I'm like, the, by the first faggot that he dropped, I was just like, I'm going to record this because like... <laughs> I'm gonna record this because I'm like, if he calls, if like we, if he puts a hand on either of us and we reactively swing on him, he's not gonna tell the cops shit. So he's telling over here like, I'm U.S. Special Marine Second Division. I served under Kennedy. Mind oh, you, this, no. this nigga looked like he's 80. There's no goddamn way he was serving whatever fucking division 40, 50 something years ago. He probably was though. No, the fuck he was not. So many veterans 80? are homeless, bro. Nah, not even 80. This motherfucker, he was 50. But think of no, there was no fucking way he was stopping the Kennedy. <laughs> Remember oh, when God. we okay, this is actually one of my favorite stories. There's certain stories that I want to tell on stage, but they never get laughs because everyone's like, 
did I laugh? Yeah, exactly. Like the one is when we were at McDonald's and there was this big pickup truck and we all thought a racist was going to be driving it. And so you guys were like, Sam, you walk ahead. Kelby. You and Kelby are like, like, Sam, you walk ahead. And then the guy pulls out and it's the biggest hippie. And he's like, have a nice day, y'all. And he has like a, (laughs) he has a ponytail, but he had the biggest truck and big trucks equal little dicks and racists. That's very true. That is also. Have you true. ever? Sydney might have had a date where a big truck picked her up. No. <laughs> oh, you talking about that? Oh. <laughs> Didn't oh. you have a Trump supporter? Oh yeah, I did talk to a Trump supporter. I never ended up meeting him because I was kind of scared. But um, he was. Yeah, I I he was that ass. Cut that off after I realized that I shouldn't be entertaining that type of energy. Big facts. Big facts. You just the other one is when they brought uh who was it? Khadijah Jordan. Oh they brought me to the student of color meet and greet at Wheaton. And they didn't tell they just said it was an event with free food. (laughs) And so I'm the only white person in the whole room it's all the students at Wheaton all the teachers and faculty of color at Wheaton and me and everyone in the room had to get up and introduce themselves including me and they're like they didn't tell me what it was and they're like dying like someone fucking farted in church (laughs) and I'm fucking like I had no idea and I'm like what the fuck is this will you tell and they're like don't worry about it don't worry about it and fucking at, I knew when the, the one of the provosts stands up and they're like, there's a grant for every student of color for $2 million in STEM research in this room. And I'm the only one in the room not getting that. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm black. They didn't even have food at the event. You know what? The, uh, you want to know what the only food they had at the event was? Cookies. Crackers. Ah, you. <laughs> I thought you were giving me knuckles. No, cracker. You're insulted. I'm it's true, though. They only had crackers. And I was like, that's. So were you the cracker or they actually had soda? That's crackers? a true story. I mean, there were some white students that went to BSA at Wheaton. Oh, yeah. I remember the Julio testimony. and I would go to feminist. Oh, club. Me, I was about to bring that up. We went to a farm meeting once. That. I was Bro. in that club. That club was like. <laughs> It was very yeah. not a lot of black women there, ironically. It was a good I amount of black there, women. I saw oh, like, wait, in Fa? Yes. Oh, I yeah, saw like right. two. I saw yeah. Justina and that Audrey. Other oh, yeah. I saw Justina and I saw Audrey. I and then didn't at, never saw her. Emerson, Emerson hey, House was worse. I think we should FaceTime Genesis in for like a minute or two just because she she deserves to be on this. Oh, God. Fuck her. No, I'm playing. Love you. Do it. All right, I'm gonna FaceTime Genesis in. I'm gonna hold her up to the microphone, and um, you guys will be able to hear. You won't be able to see her. She check her out at Henny Rock on Instagram and ask also hey, at be, Jen Mall. Don't be concerned. Maldonado. She sounds like that. She just sounds like that. Don't be concerned. She just sounds like that. Don't worry. Why can we hear her better on your phone than on the laptop? Facts. Because it's closer to you. Do you not know how physics work? Please cut know, off the camera. Cut the fucking camera. He called you a dumb. Are you enjoying this? I want. I want. You're a live listener. I've never gotten listener feedback live. Have you been enjoying the podcast so far? I have been enjoying the podcast. Um, I thought that you guys were. This is pretty accurate to what you guys are like in real life. Um, I really love the part where you guys were getting deep. Um, There were some things I heard today that I've never even heard in regular combo. 
don't know. It made me very emotional. So I, I made this tweet. I'm going to read it to you guys. I actually tweeted it during this. Oh, wow. You should tweet yeah. at Bucked Up Podcast on Twitter. Will do. I said, damn, I'm so grateful for my close friends. God has really blessed me with individuals that uphold the greatest aspects of humanity, humility, compassion, Aww. and drive. That's so sweet. She's Thank you favorite. so much for that. That was really, man, we, we really wish you were here. Seriously. I wish I was here too. I mean, I have, I'm inputting all my commentary in the, in this live chat I got going. I mean, Kiana's faces, people, please watch her face. Hilarious. Julio storytelling. Good God. Lord bless your souls. Um, yeah, I miss you guys. I feel like we, we need you. to get her insight on something. Yeah. What, uh, what do you need her? Either- Okay, so either what was what has been Hers. the most interesting thing you've learned in law school so far, or um, a positive or negative about each one of us? Oh, I like the second one. Negative about what? Why each would you do us. that? Yeah. My ego can't take Repeat that. it to her. She can't hear. She wants to know what's a positive and negative about each one of us, or, and also something you've learned over quarantine. Or, we can or, do both. Whatever. I mean, I don't know. All right. Thank Jesus um, Christ, because you know a lot of dirt about me. I really do. I was just, oh, wow. Um, I'll start with Sid. I would say the positives about Sid is that um, she's a very loyal friend. And um, I remember the specific time last year, I went to the Posse Plus retreat. And um, this was my first year, actually, without you guys, which was so weird. Like, going into senior year without the people who basically like, raised me it was kind of crazy. And it was just very emotional, and I just felt like I had no one really there in my corner. And I called Sid, like, from New Hampshire in the middle of nowhere. I'm in, like, a forest calling her, just, like, venting. And she was just really there for me. And even though Sid be quiet, she'd be saying a lot when she needs to. So She do be. (laughs) She Uh, do um, be. (laughs) Kiana is just the light of my life. Um, I just love you very much, and I feel like from the moment we met, we were like friends, soulmates, you know, the energy is always there. Also, also someone very loyal who's also been there for me. I remember this one time back when Kiana lived in Killam, and she had this small room, and surprisingly, or not surprisingly, Maya was also there sleeping in her room. Maya's always. And <laughs> it was a really hard night. I was going through some stuff, and... It was like two in the morning. My roommate had her boyfriend over, so I couldn't go in my room. I was having a fight with my close friend. I was just breaking down. It was too much. And she let me come to her room at 2 a.m. And she just told me that I was crying. And I don't even be crying just, like that. She just, we just so that was hilarious. But um, I appreciate that. And then, like, it's funny because we both, like, in the bed. Like, I was in the corner, and she was in another corner. And it's like, do we hug? Do we hug? <laughs> <laughs> That's my baby. I, like, adopted her when she came to we in. She really did. All right, Julio now. Oh, there's nothing good to say. Skip him. (laughs) Um, Julio's saying so rude. Uh, I would say Julio always brings, like, the humor. I know, like, Sam's a comedian, but Julio will be bringing the humor to, like, sad situations. I remember this one time, like, we were just chilling, and why am I going through shit in every single one of these stories? (laughs) But I guess this is a lot about our friendship. And he'd just be making jokes, his room was always a space that we always could like go and hang out and there was a time where like I didn't feel welcomed on campus and I knew Julio's room was always a place to be good vibes good energy good music so I appreciate his vibes in that regard 
And last but not least, Sam Book. You can just say negatives about me. She does uh, know so much shit about. She knows more shit about me than any of than anyone in this world, probably. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, well, through Izzy, one hundred percent. Well, you know, something surprising though. This is also something I liked about you. Like, I feel like I was able to maintain, like, at one point, like separate friendships, and I, I appreciate like how I have a friendship with each one of you individually. And me and Sam, like. I'd be having a bad day or we'd both be having a bad day and he'd be like, let's go out. Like, let's just be spontaneous. And we just have like a bunch of these fun friend days where we would just go drive around and like go get food and make fun of people on the street. And like, it's just, I don't know, good energy. And obviously your comedy is a plus in our friendship because you just be making shit that's not supposed to be funny, funny. And I think I needed that. So. It's because I have a minor in peace and social justice and I can say whatever <laughs> that's I want. exactly what it is. Um, and then what was his last question? Something, that? yes. What, finally, uh, finally, you talk so goddamn much. Just kidding. I love that so much. That was so sweet. Finally, what's something you learned over this pandemic? No, in law school. Oh, in law school. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's a good one. I mean, I've been learning so much, um, but I think just a general thing that was surprising to me that, you know, the United States, and I'm sure this applies in many other countries, but it's just like the people who live in this country, like we're promised so many things by the constitution and by the law. And it's like, we aren't ever taught what our rights are. And that's so scary. Um, There's so many aspects of our rights that we could be implementing into our everyday lives that I think that, I don't know. I don't know who's at fault. I don't know if it's the government. I don't know if it's the edu- like education system. I don't know what. Both of you about. Like small right. things from doing your Miranda rights to <clears throat> keeping your rights in contracts. I mean, it's just insane. Um, one really cool thing that I learned this far, um, I'm taking a class in um, con- like learning about contracts in general and breach of contract and this and that. And it's like technically like for, for example, if I was to promise Sam right now, like, if you stop smoking for the next six months, um, I'll give you $5,000. And through this verbal contract in six months from now, if you prove clean, and I tell you, oh, I changed my mind, you could sue me. You could sue me on a breach of contract, contract and I could owe you $5,000. So oh. it's so scary how our words have so much power. So know your rights. Um, my legal fees will be $500 an hour by the time I graduate, but 20% <laughs> discount for offensive. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on. And I hope to have your own episode. We all love you so much. Do you want to give your plugs, your plugs? Yes. Um, follow me on Instagram, Henny rock um, with three C's R O C C C. Uh, follow me on TikTok. I just made an account for my dogs. It's going viral. <laughs> I'll send it to Sam. And if you ever need any legal advice, it's, I don't know what my thing is going to be, but something, the Maldo Group, LLC. Stay tuned. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Jesus, my arm hurts from holding up that phone. That was great. I really wish she was here. That actually, that does, we have a, we have a running joke behind the scenes that like, if I don't break, like the breakup has to, like guests always bring up that I was broken up with. And it's like, we can never get out of it, but it is true. I'm happy that Genesis and I are still friends because she probably does know a lot of dirt about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason. Right. Yeah, that talk about good vibes. She is like, she holds it down for sure. I didn't know that verbal contracts were no. that binding. 
Isn't that crazy? You learn. This is a self help podcast. You learn shit. You learn shit on this. No neuroscience lawyers. She said, laugh my ass off. I know some shit, but I like (laughs) to keep shit separate. No, I I feel like I am a different person. If we're going to go back, we can get, we can get serious or silly. I love both and I'm happy that we can do it. But pre-quarantine and post-quarantine, I'm a different person. I didn't know how to deal with my shit. I didn't. And I might, like, I still am working on stuff, but like, I'm on a path now. Like I'm a train on a track and it's not going anywhere. Like, like with working out, people like to do fad diets, right? Like people like to be like, I'm going to eat healthy for 30 days, but there's no end goal to being healthy. That's something I learned from David Goggins. And I think that's like one of the most important things I learned is like when I work out, it's because there's no end goal. Like you're not working like, you're working out because that's how you're not going to die sooner and how you're not going to be in pain for the last 30 years of your life. Like consistency is key. Exactly. Like forever, like you have to pick shit up that you can do forever. Like, yes, I'm not going to be able to run forever because I'm six, four, I'm heavy. Like there's a lot of pressure on my knees, but like I try to ride bikes. I do yoga. I try, like I'm trying to figure other stuff out too that I can do consistently throughout my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, pre-quarantine, I definitely didn't work out consistently. And then now I try to get out every day and at least do the minimum number of steps that is considered to be active. Right. So yeah. A healthy heart and stuff. I was just, yeah, I was, um, you go in dark places. Yeah. And you don't even realize you were for like how long you were. I know. You know what I mean? It's like, what was I even thinking? So. Half the shit out. Talk into your microphone. Half the shit. (laughs) Half the shit that I used to think or say or do in college. I look back and go like, why? Or why? I cringe. Right. And some of the stuff I did. I do too. Yeah, I feel that. I really like hit a really low point after we graduated. Like probably like maybe like three months after we graduated, I hit a really low point. Like I was hanging out with people. Like I didn't know where I belonged it was really weird for me like I was really confused about things and like I was living with Maya (laughs) for once I was living with her um and I was really unhappy and like no offense to her anything like she had a boyfriend and she had a life you know but I like I was really lost and, you know, I graduated, I had just graduated and I felt super good about having two degrees and a really like women's gender studies minor. And I was like, oh, there's a world of possibilities. But then all of a sudden, like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with myself. And then like, I was really, and I was like, when I was living with her, I was like, damn, like, I'm not happy. Like, I don't even have my own place. Like I'm living in somebody else's house. And then like, I finally like, I don't know. I just applied to a bunch of places. And I finally found like a really good job and like an apartment that I could walk to work from it. And it just like all fell into place. And I was like, okay, wow. Like when shit like that falls into place, like after that, everything started falling into place. And when things like that happen, it's kind of like what you were saying. Like you just know that it's meant for you. Have any of you ever read The Alchemist? No. 
Yes. Yes. About the omens. And those are omens. And I really like that's where my, some of my spirituality and where I realize when I look back at omens in my life and like when I ignore them and when I push them away and when I listen to resistance, I go down a path that leads me away from that and from my omens. And then when I listen to them and I realize, oh, I'm on a path that's not changing that I know what I need to do, then the world keeps giving you more. And if you don't listen, it'll be the same cycle. Exactly. Yeah. Because when you don't study history, when you don't uh, learn from history, it repeats itself, whatever that phrase is. Um, But it's true. It's like reincarnation time. We don't know what time is. We don't know what space is like reincarnation can be that like that when we go down a wrong path, we just keep living in it. And that's what it is. Like, I miss this so bad. I'm sorry. I just have to say, like, I really miss like the intellectual deep talks that like college used to bring, because honestly, like I'm in a space where I don't get that a lot. I work from home these days. I've been working from home since March. Like I don't hang out with anyone because of Corona. Like occasionally I'll see Maya and like, we'll talk about super deep shit, but to the point where I'll have to be like, okay, Maya, stop talking. I can't wait to have her on so we can talk about that (laughs) shit. Yeah, no, No, but we really, we are a family in that way that like we can, and that's that's why I love this podcast and how this is God's given me to this is because, and I sat and I, so I know I sound like a crazy person and I'm also doing it for the joke a little bit, but I'm also being serious where it's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You don't sound crazy. Sounds great. And I'm so happy that you guys are my friends and that we haven't seen each other in a year and a half and two years maybe like and we're all here and we get to do this and then we get to put this out and then think about in 10 years watching this episode seeing where we are in life and then i'm gonna have this this isn't something i'm giving up on and i'll have you like 10 year reunion (laughs) i want to have you on all the but you know what i mean it's like for sure i like knowing that i'm gonna have something to be able to look back at and be like oh that's what I was thinking at that time. That's where I wasn't that point in my life. And also it gives me something that I have to keep pushing for. Like I have to do it every week. Like I can't slack. And I know I'm talking a lot and I apologize. Talk it up. Talk with my music too. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your music? Cause you're a very, you talk into the microphone, but you're a very talented singer. Thank you. I only have two songs out right now, but. Um, Do you want to plug them right now before we talk about them? Tom Hardy by Zena, X-E-N-A, and in November. um, I went by Zena because I felt like Sydney was such a basic name, and I was like, I'm not trying to rep that. But um, (laughs) yeah, with my music, I just wrote about heartbreak, and it's so interesting to look back, and I don't feel like that at all. I, I in no way resonate with that feeling, but it's always interesting to look back and I didn't make music for a while because I couldn't afford to go to the studio and I don't have a producer. So I have to buy beats online or get free beats, but like the free beats off YouTube and beat stars, like aren't always the best. So I kind of took a break from that and I've gotten back into it recently, but like, I didn't sing for so long. Cause I was in like an, an apartment where people could hear me if I were to sing and I, I didn't really feel comfortable with that. So I tried to sing like last month and it sounded so bad. Like I was cracking like every two seconds, but I'm trying to get back into it and exercise my voice. It, it is a muscle. And, uh, 
get back into the studio with a few dollars that you have. Yeah, it's it's tough. You write like taking a break and then get that's how I felt when I got back on stage for the first time. Was I was like, oh, I'm rusty. Like my jokes weren't working. Like it's because they were before. Like they were all before, and I had to work at it a little bit. And it took like a month or two, but now I'm better than I ever was. But it's like that's the resistance. It's like even if you get shittier, that's even more reason to push forward, forward and work harder. I think this is the quietest Julio's been all weekend. Someone dick. He's back. I'm just absorbing everything that's going on right now. But you you did, I see a yoga mat in the back of your car. Do you meditate at all? I do. I actually, yeah. I've actually struggled with meditation. It's hard. It's a practice. Yeah, it's something you can't quote. Exactly. Well, you know, headspace. Was, headspace. Sure. I wish Headspace sponsored me, but I don't even care because yeah. they, they're they the best app and they changed my life. And that was shown to me. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I I do meditate. It, I actually, my counselor was like, yeah, you should meditate. I want you to like go and look. And I, he was like, I don't even care if you look at 30. He was like, actually look at 30 and find which one you like the best. And I did. And, but it was really hard for me when I first started meditating because it focuses on your breathing, obviously. And my breathing was something I didn't want to think about because of like, you know, my heart issue. Like I felt like I was having heart issues and like the fast heartbeat and like thought my breathing was abnormal. And so it was, it was a huge struggle for me. And now, like, I've overcame that, but, you know, and I love meditating. Like, it really, it really helps. helps. Even, like, it's just, like, a bunch of stupid shit. Like, you, when you hear affirmations, like, you are enough. Like, all of that stuff, like. At first, it's weird. It's, it seems really weird, but that shit is great. It's like, I do yoga. I use, um, I use Sean Vig Fitness, who, Sean Vig was actually on my podcast, shout out. I use Sean Vig, and then I use Sarah Beth who's more relaxed, Sean Vig's more power yoga. But like I say namaste at the end of my videos and I feel zen. It's real. Like the affirmations do feel weird, but like it's worth it. Do you do anything to work on yourself, Julio? <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> um, I just write in my journal. To be you journal? Mm -hmm. Isn't That's that crazy? Cool. Isn't it like a crazy experience? I never did it growing up. So when I did it, I was like, yeah. am I talking to, like, who am I talking to right now? It's oddly enough. Like, I'll write. Like, hey, I'll, talk into your mic, please. Like, I'll, be, I'll be super pissed off and then just write up into it. And it's like, it's really an uh it's like all that feeling just gets dissolved into the paper. It's crazy. But I can't talk to a therapist, which I haven't really felt comfortable doing since Corona. Like, that's I it. Zoom. I Zoom counts. Yeah, I need to do that. It's pretty good. I should probably try that. But I just I like, I, I, like being, yeah, I, just, yeah, I like being in person with somebody. To I like, feel that. Feel but that I like energy. being on my couch and like holding a pillow. That sounds weird. But it makes you feel a little bit more like, like, what is, what's the word? Comfortable, but like, what is it uh your inhibitions are down a little yeah, bit like right. just because you're in your own you're come you're in your own comfy space i just got a text what's the text i'm not going to talk about who it's from but i want to ask you guys because it this is so weird it's a girl thing okay I was like, like girls flirt so weird like girls don't know how to flirt 
don't ask me about this. I'm so bad at right. Do you send like I'll have girls send me texts of other guys flirting with them, and that's kind of like it's. I feel like it's jealous. I think it's like a cat bringing you a dead mouse. Like it's like, look, I'm not answering that. Like here's like an offering, but it's like that's not how you flirt. Like that's not how it works. I don't know, cause like I feel like I would only do that if I like was with somebody, and I was like, it was so awkward. Like this guy tried to hit on me. Yeah, I, I am. So. Is Kiana a flirt? Yeah, that's a big flirt. Oh, you guys are both flirts? <laughs> I'm probably the biggest flirt here, though. You should follow each other for on sure. Instagram. <laughs> He's for sure the biggest flirt in the room. I'm like, <laughs> like I have absolutely <laughs> no fear of striking out. Yeah, he does it a lot. I have no, absolutely no fear. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Steph Curry. Well, he's holding it even worse than it was before. <laughs> you have to hold it. Why would you? Why would you ever do that? Why would you ever do that? Bro, I'm really comfortable holding it like this. Like I'm saying, Steph Curry's missing some three points. Je- Genesis said, "Not the bad flirting skills. These hoes need a lesson. They really do, though. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like girls don't. It's bad flirting. I also. Oh my God. When like." You tell a girl you don't want a relationship, you're very upfront. You're very upfront. And then that makes them want it more. You always want what you can't have. Exactly. The and then and then you end and then they get in a relationship right after. Oh. You know, because it's like girls get what they want. If they want a relationship, they're gonna get it with someone. Well, you just wasn't ready. That's why I feel like I'm. No, but flirt. if sometimes like you know when people are just like, I just need someone right now. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm too direct. I'm like, so what's up? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? I'm like, I don't know. know. I'm trying to leave. Are you part. direct? I've never thought of you as direct. That's because I've never been like. I mean, in, ter- in that way, like yeah. I've never been like that with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. I'm getting crushed on my own show. That's not what I meant. I've been with you for six years. I've seen you and. I've never seen you be like. Have you guys really talked about relationship shit when it comes to Sid? No. Okay. Never. So I don't know. I'm talking out of turn at this point. I just feel like I have to backpedal, but I won't. I'm going strong. I have to power forward. <laughs> no, but back to what you said about like if you tell like a girl you don't want to be in a relationship, it's always it's Sid, you man, always man. want what you can't have. Like Oh, in a lot of unless you just don't want him. Like, but if you didn't want him, you wouldn't be asking about the relationship. So but like I don't Julio knows what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? On to the next one. All right, Julio knows what I'm talking about. Absolutely. What? I do too. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to say we all agree. Absolutely, yes. There's a song called Flirt by Royce to Five Nine and Two Chains, produced by DJ Premier. Called Girls Don't Know How to Flirt. You should listen to it because it's true. <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's be such an awkward flirt. No bullshit. That's just why I didn't have confidence in myself. That's when I got look like freshman year of college, probably. But that's like, I think like sometimes when you look at who you've been with, it like can help your ego too. <laughs> like, low key. Like, if, when I look back at a lot of people I've been with, I'm like, all right, like, I'm not disappointed. And then, Thanks. I mean, there's a few times where you're like, I was young and dumb. Like, 
<laughs> but like I think that's that helps your ego a little bit. Like it's like all right. Regardless of who I've been with, I know regardless of who I've been with, I know I'm cute. So it's like Yeah, major light skin vibes right now. I like I don't need that even He's gonna start harmonizing. (laughs) (laughs) Yo guys, we're gonna have a fun rest of our night too. Facts. This is just the beginning of the party. Thank you guys for being on so much. Of course. Are we done? Yeah, we've done like an I hour wanted, and a half. I wanted to do one more thing. Yeah, do like one. I'm the host of the show. For you time. are the host. I'm All co-hosting. Right. Okay. All right. I I wanted to follow Henny's lead and kind of just like maybe we could say something that we appreciate about each other that that doesn't take ten years. Shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like she kind of summed it up. Oh, okay. In a good way for me, but what do you want to say? Oh, I'm going first. Okay. This is your dumb idea. Henny, did you hear he called your idea dumb? Um, okay. So okay, I'll start with Sid. I don't know. Like, I just feel like Sid Sid definitely always comes with the vibes. Like you, I just feel like I can always talk to you about anything and like you're I really feel like you, like you are like a calming, you know, person for me. And like, I don't know, like you never, you're not like high maintenance. It's just, I mean, you know, and yeah, the vibes is just there. Thank you. As sweet, like just your soul is sweet. Julio, I don't know. Kind of bother me, so I'm gonna say no. I'm just kidding. Genesis just gave me her negative. She said I stay talking out my ass. <laughs> I have a lot of negatives for you too, so maybe I should just skip. <laughs> no, um, I like the fact that Julio is like really able to, like, he can get handed a bad situation or like, and he's just always able to overcome it. Like, okay, say like, even if somebody's being like rude you're able to like put that shit to the side and like act like like it doesn't phase you like how people <laughs> act like it's just like oh whatever it doesn't. that has true. nothing to do with me to yourself like you yeah. know who you are that's, that's he's not gonna change regardless yeah. of like how if somebody's like oh you're being super annoying okay right like i'm not Kelby, gonna stop well, being annoying. Shows, like, Kelby, yeah. like, Kelby was like who is annoying me i was like you want a cookie nigga good like the um sam I don't, I just feel like I've had so many deep moments with you that like, I can talk to you about the deepest shit and like, know that like, you're going to hold that shit. Like, like I have like cried to you and like, and talk to you about the most intimate things in my life. And like, you hold that shit like really well. And I know you would never like, you know, like miss like, treat my trust you're not I trust you either. Like, no and he always person. understands like where you're coming from you can always see like okay let me take a step back and understand where you're coming from and every issue that we've ever had we've been able to overcome and like I said before when we argue or whatever stupid little shit we do <laughs> we like, bicker like an old man yeah couple. but like two minutes later it's like are you trying to go eat mm-hmm. like what's up yeah okay. go read the bible yeah <laughs> not anymore for me but no. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that was nice. Thank you. Who's next, guys? Oh yeah, I thought you said you weren't gonna take ten years. Sorry, I can't do it. I could say more. I'll go. 
Um, I'll stop. Sid, I did ask appreciate how, like, even when we started at We and you were like that one person I felt like I can come to where just some calm energy, some goofy energy. I could, I feel like I could, you're like the one black person I knew in the whole group that we could talk about like Rick and Morty or some nerdy shit or some cartoon shit, some viral shit, shit that make me happy. It's not, I'm not saying like y'all don't watch it as much so it wouldn't make me want to talk to y'all, but like there's times where like I'm really into my whole like goofy internet type shit. You know the vibes when it comes to that. So it's like you were super easy to talk to and you were also super easy to just be around. It's like your vibe is just mad zen. Thank you. Kiana always keeping it real with anybody she with. It might piss people especially off. Especially food workers. Yo, especially. It might piss, yo, it, her attitude might piss you off sometimes, but it's real and it's genuine. And besides that, she's actually a very caring person. Like Besides she, that. <laughs> like, <laughs> she she gives off very much. I hurt your feelings, but she, I care. <laughs> she gives off nurturing vibes and it's like, and it's real. Like there's, there was many times where I needed that shit and you delivered. So, you 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 might be one of the most annoying people I know, but you're one of the realists at the same time. <laughs> I'm one of the most annoying. It's it's me. It's me. Like I'm special annoying. You just, <laughs> I appreciate that, Julio. And you just don't back the fuck down ever. Like ever. Like Jesus Christ. Ever. Even though you even when, I feel like even when you know. That's you why won't. you and I fight so much. Exactly. We both Sam don't. wants me to submit. And I'm like, <laughs> there's times where I su- submit. There was so many times where I submit, I'm like, you know what? This is stupid. I want to smoke. Like, let's just No, there's been several times where I've just won because Julio was just like no, there I'm was not dealing. I'm not doing this. Like this no, is I would, or I would try to leave the room, and he'd be like, "Just, just forget it. Just sit down. Like, where you going?" That ass is like, "Where the fuck you going? You, you, you complain about doing all that walking down the twelve. You gonna go home, right? I'm like, you finna go like, home? Yep. I'm like, sit down. You being ridiculous. Yeah. And it's Sam is that as the one of the only white people that I genuinely trust in my life. Like this dude has seen it all with me. He heard it all through me. We've been through a lot. Um, I know a lot about him. This dude is always trying to work on himself. That's something I can always appreciate. He's always got a new story about something new that he's doing. He's always got something new about, like, just something new in his life. And on top of that, he's he really knows what he wants in life. And he doesn't let anybody steer him away from that. Like, this, he's the only nigga that I know will drive two two plus hours to Boston every every Wednesday or every or twice a week just to go see a comedy show. Something that every just... Day. Right, that ass. He, not even, he don't even be performing in, in the shows every day. But he's performing at Mohegan Sun. Why? Because he went to these shows every day, studied the material, studied, worked on his craft. Something that a lot of people at his age don't don't feel like doing. And he did that while going to school when not wanting to. You feel me? So like, that's one thing. Like when I transitioned from finance to education, I that ass used you as a, as as a stable head of inspiration because like you really know what you wanted and you went after it. So I, it made me not afraid to get after what I wanted. That's real. Right. I appreciate that. Damn. I took a long time. <laughs> no, that was cute. I liked that. Sydney, I don't know how you put up with all of us. We're so high energy and we're all crazy and we all like oh, but you're also not our energies all like clash and you're just like our energies all clash. That you're calm, like, and you don't. I don't see it times. like that, though. That's why I know, but you're, but fight. you're like, you keep it as Julio said, like you keep it cool, calm, and collected, even when we're all crazy people fighting. And I appreciate that. And I think you, like, I don't think we would be able to do. Like, we would all just be like beefing constantly. Yeah, like we wouldn't be able to do it. Honestly, like we needed, we need that energy. You're a staple of the group. Yeah, you are a glue. Kiana, you're like my sister. Like you literally, I can't say that. 
I can't say the A. I'm an, I'm an ER guy. Okay. <laughs> sister. I'm a sister. Uh, we're talking about the word sister. Um, no, you are. You're like, you're my, I'm an only child, but like, you're my sister and I fucking love you and we fight so much, but it's only because I know that nothing will ever like break that. And that's why I push your button so much is because you and I are fucking like, I love you. It's like saying I'm in a relationship with this girl and I cheat on her and I treat her like <laughs> shit because I know she's never going to leave. Like what? Wait, I'm getting flat. I'm an abused girlfriend at this point. That's Sorry. not true. You this abuse me too. too. I want to. <laughs> I ask. Turn off the camera. Keep it on. All right. And Julio, I, I feel weird because it's pretty much the same thing with Julio. He's like a sister to no. me. Suck my dick. <laughs> no, but as like important as me. Suck my dick from the back. <laughs> No, I've known Julio. I I love Julio, and he's seen me go through a lot, and he's fucking always just like dealt with it. And fucking, we've grown, and I love seeing him do his shit, and it's crazy seeing him grow. And we are like, he's like a brother to me. It's weird being an only child like that because I don't have like weird connections like that. But like, I feel it, and I fucking love you. And there's not stuff that can like. That's why we're a fit. There's nothing that can sway any of me from like, I love you guys. And I'm happy that even when time passed, the second we got together, we all, it was like, it was the nothing exact, changed. it was like nothing changed. Literally, like Literally, the second, exactly. Sight, like, and I like that Julio changed another way of holding his microphone. <laughs> Get ready to rumble. <laughs> And uh, I love all of you so much, and I can't wait to spend more time with you tonight. Um, it, well, I feel like everyone already summed up. Like, how did, are you? Did you not do it? it? Did go. Go. Just not to, like, sum it up. Like, that's trash. Kiana, like Genesis said, you are one of the most loyal people that I've ever ever encountered, and you've seen me really act like the most craziest and illogical crazy. person though but i was really tweaking like sometimes i love crazy and shit, though. you still stuck by me and you didn't judge me and exactly. i love that so love you. thank you and julio <laughs> like i said i love how you're true to yourself you always make me laugh and you know who you are and that's something that i admire because i realize sometimes i don't I don't know. I'm only 23 and I'm creating myself. I'm not necessarily in my last form, but I really like how you know who you are and not that you're not going to grow, but you are confident in yourself. And Sam, same thing. I love how you're true to yourself. You're hilarious. You always make me laugh and you are steadfast on your path and that's inspiring. So thank you. I appreciate that, man. I love you all. You can follow me at Sam C. Buck on Instagram. You can like, subscribe, find this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Do you guys want to give your plugs? Because I just want to have a big hug after this podcast is over. Yeah, so I'm Zena Ariel on Instagram. X-E-N-A-A-R-I-E-L. Follow for some tunes. I'm K Chelsea on Instagram. K-A-Y-S 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. K A Y C H E L S E Y. I gotta go. You already know the, you already know the vibes. It's Papi Cantu. P A P I C A N U. Papi Cantu. Hit He's that like, follow button. You, I'm gonna make sure I spell this right. Exactly, because you already know the fucking vibes. I love you all. Uh, check it out next week. Uh, like, subscribe. This has been a bucked up podcast. Bye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,